Welcome to So This Is Love. It beats you. You're so funny. My name is Aaron. And my name is Leslie. And this is episode 53. Episode 53. That's right. Mm-hmm. Welcome back, everybody. Hope you had a good week. Man, if you've listened all the way to episode 53, like, I want to know. <laughs> Please send me an email with your name. <laughs> I just want to know if you've listened from episode 1 to episode 53 yet. It's been almost a year. <laughs> yep. Almost a year. It's coming up. Um, okay, so what's new with this week? We went back to the gym. We did. Ish. Well, the gym is, it's not the gym, but it's the gym people. That's right. Um, our gym is currently in limbo <laughs> because of city some city re- regulations. regulations. So our coach is amazing and has opened up his home as our gym. <laughs> and so we've been, we went back to the gym on Wednesday? Yeah. Um, Wednesday morning, 5.30 Wednesday a.m.? morning. Five, no, so, no, Tuesday morning. Tuesday. Tuesday morning, 5.30 a.m. We went to mm-hmm. the zombie class. Yeah. <laughs> with the zombie crew. Well, he moved a, a whole bunch of the equipment over to his house, like the mats and mm-hmm. uh, a lot rigs. of the weights and stuff yeah. and some of the rigs um, so that we could, you know, do something. Yeah. Uh, and, I mean, it was really cool of him. And yeah. I'm. it made me really happy because we went... 5.30 in the morning, which is ridiculous. And that whole day, I was walking mm-hmm. so much better. Like My boss was like, oh, you're, you know, like, you're walking like a normal person. And you're if you not- haven't listened to episode 52, Aaron's back was out and he was yeah. broken. Or what I call <laughs> really, broken. Really broken. Yeah. Worse than I've been in years. And um, so Leslie was kind of worried. About us going back to the gym, but... I was worried about you going back well, to the gym. You are worried about me going back to the yeah. gym. And one thing that, that Leslie had told me was she didn't want to pay, you know, X amount of money for a gym membership so that I could go and do mobility and, and stretching, stretching exercise, exercises every day. Yeah. Um, she's like, you could do those at home. It's true. <laughs> and I, I told I told uh, Mike, the, the owner, that, and his response was very <laughs> candid. He said... You know, if a 60-year-old man who had gone through multiple surgeries and was currently fighting... And had had rods in his back. And had, yeah, had steel rods in his back and was fighting cancer. If this man could do CrossFit and, you know, like, not hurt himself, then he believed that I could (laughs) with my one little herniated disc. Mm. So I was like, okay... Challenge accepted. <laughs> and uh, we went and I, you know, I didn't hurt myself. One of the main things he said was um, something that helped that man was to really pay attention to your body mm-hmm. and know when something is hurting uh, and know when something's going to hurt you and don't do it. Mm-hmm. And then just modify, you know, and change it up. So I've been, I've been really mindful of the, the different things. Like today, for instance, we did burpees and we did burpees the other day yesterday tuesday tuesday um we did burpees the other day we did burpees every two minutes on tuesday (laughs) and they were fine then but Mm -hmm. today um there were some things popping every time like i i I shot my feet out for the initial you know Mm -hmm. down uh that is your hips yeah my um, hips are popping. And, and that's what that's what the chiropractor did a lot of adjusting. Yeah. So and he's gonna need to fix that. Mm-hmm. I need a schedule uh for next week. But he 
So I immediately told the coach, I was like, no, this is not going to work. I got to do something else. So he had me do air squats and that was fine. But yeah, yeah. We went back to the gym. We Uh, ran a mile today. uh, I haven't run like longer than like, you know, a hundred meters in a while. (laughs) We and we ran in the dark. We did. He followed but, us. But our coach really has some some thing, like a little kind of golf cartish like kind of thing. Buggy. Yeah, and he followed behind us on the shoulder of the road yeah. so we wouldn't die. Yeah. That's how I know he loves us. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, yeah, it was good. We did what, 14 minutes and 20 seconds? 21 20, seconds. 21 yeah. seconds. Not terrible. No, but it's less than 15. But so. you know, like considering we haven't run, like really run, mm-hmm. like in about two months. Yeah. And running's not great for me because of my back. Running right. is not great for you because of my of your knees. knees. Um, so, I mean, I was just happy to get it done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, how much further for half a mile? Like, we're going to run to Brownsville. But, you know, we did it. Uh, we lived. Yes. I was glad you ran next to me. Yes. That I helped me a lot. Mm-hmm. I was like, I could, I could walk and then Leslie would be super ahead of me. I could actually like jog, jog, run, and then Leslie would be like behind me, or I could just stay with my wife. I'm yeah. gonna stay with my wife. I'm grateful to you for that. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, so that's been good, and we did go to the orientation that we yes. mentioned last week. Last week we mentioned that we were going to um, a foster to adopt orientation at an agency at an adoption agency. Um, and it went. It went. It wasn't terrible. We got a lot no, of information. We did. Um, and a lot of it we already kind of knew. Yeah. Uh, we got a lot more stories about mm-hmm. some of the things that the children have been through, or some of the potentially the potentially, uh, or what some of the foster parents have been through. Yeah. Um, and that was kind of cool. Like, it was sad. Mm-hmm. Um. But it was good to just kind of, I mean, we know, we've heard a lot of stories. We have some friends who have fostered and or adopted. And so we mm-hmm. know some of those heartbreaking stories. Um, the agency, the, the, we just, we had some reservations about it, some stuff that was said. And I don't know. So we just decided yeah. to try out another agency. We didn't sign any paperwork or anything. No. But it was a good informational meeting. Mm-hmm. But before we went, we already had reservations because we had some friends say, you know, there's some better agent, better agencies than them. Yeah. And let me recommend them mm-hmm. to you. And so we, we started looking into some other places this mm-hmm. week. Uh, and and really promising. Yeah. And I was in contact with one lady um, yesterday and she sent me some stuff. And then our friend brought us mm-hmm. an application with like names of people to talk to. And so that was good too. And so I'm excited yeah. to look into that one and see. Yeah. Um, you know, it's something that's really funny. People people talk a lot about, you know, when you go to see a doctor, um, get a second opinion. You know, sometimes one what one doctor sees, another doctor won't. Mm-hmm. Um, when you, you, that's why they have places like Angie's List for different things like that too. Or Subtac. Or Thumbtack or, you know, I, anytime we've done anything where we are like going to get a stove or, you know, do a major purchase, um, a major transaction, we look it up. We we go see what the reviews are. Um, and for whatever reason, we just didn't do that with this. Like, I don't... Because it, it didn't seem like it was something that you needed to do it with. Yeah. I didn't realize how many agencies <laughs> there are. 
Yeah. You know, we went with this agency because an acquaintance um, mentioned, it. mentioned it. And so I was like, oh, okay, yeah, we'll try that one. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, like they didn't, they weren't like terrible people no. or anything like that. It just didn't, it didn't sit, sit well, well with, with us. us. We didn't have peace about it. So mm-hmm. when we realized there were other agencies, we're like, let's check out some other agencies, yeah. you know? And so that's why we decided. And they're looking promising. Mm-hmm. But, but that's the whole thing. Like if, if you are wherever area you're in and you're going to, you're thinking about foster adopting or fostering. Know that. There's more than one agency. You have options. You have options. And something that that our friend told us tonight um, that I really liked, and he said he was he was happy that we had that mentality. Um, you know, the whole fostering foster care, it's not a business. No, it's a it's a service. Because yeah. I told him, you know, going into all of this, my mentality hasn't been like, well, let me be super judgy about every little thing, right. because I just don't feel like you can be in this type of arena because these people like their whole job is to protect these kids mm-hmm. is to protect these families right um the kids and the foster parents mm-hmm. and the you know biological family and mm-hmm. the whole it's it's a messy thing mm-hmm. and it's it's hard and there's a lot of emotions in it and i just i didn't feel like i could go into it Thinking of it as a business transaction. Right. Well, it's not. Yeah. yeah. And, and because it's not. And, and and some people look at it as a business, which is really sad. Yeah. Because it's not supposed to be profitable. No. And sadly, some people make money off of it because of the amount of kids that they take. Or they try they to. Yeah. Or they try to. Yeah. yeah. Um, and obviously, that's not our goal. Our goal no. is to, you know, right. love and care for these kids. Right. Um, but... He was he was really happy that you know we had the mentality because he, he said he's come across people who haven't, right. um, and that's just not the way that it's supposed to work. Right. Um, so it was it was I don't know refreshing to to realize okay so yes there are options uh-huh. um, and we have you know some good information uh-huh. from somebody who knows yeah and and that's at, always cool at when you when you went to to rinse off from uh-huh. working out um I, I gotta let him in on some of my crazy okay because they told him that i'd been having anxiety dreams oh yeah yeah and i told him i was like you know we don't have a fire extinguisher so i know we need a fire extinguisher and he's like yeah you need a fire extinguisher <laughs> and i said do we have to have a tub Oh, okay. Because, <laughs> you know, I told you I woke up yeah. one morning going, oh, we don't have a tub. We only have stand-up showers because I don't like tubs. You want to know? And I told him, I was like, do you want to know why I don't like tubs? He's like, why? And I was like, because when I was little, I used to have to clean the tubs. Yeah. And cleaning tubs is not fun. Yeah. I said, I'll clean a, sh- a stand-up shower any day with a toothbrush if you want me to. <laughs> I said, but give me a tub. No, thank you. I would have cleaned it. No. I would have been really... That was my job growing up. It was mine too and I hated it. Oh, I don't care. I like it. <laughs> so he just started laughing. He's like, I don't think that that is a requirement, <laughs> but, you know, I was like, okay, well, that, you know, I was, I was like, sorry, I'm just kind of letting you in on a little bit of my crazy. That's <laughs> <Not> hilarious. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so that's that's kind of like a little, little recap for us. Last week we did mention, um, and that's something that I wanted to touch on a little bit mm-hmm. more in depth this week, um, was Leslie and I, before we got married, um, we were already engaged. So this was not during the dating process. Right. This was during the engagement time. Our um, three and a half months of engagement. Yeah. All right, or four. Three months. and a half months. Yeah, three and a half months. Because... There are some conversation, conversations that you should not have 
before you're engaged. Right. And maybe even before you're married. And really it just depends on the situation because I think that some of these conversations, um, if you've been married before. Yeah. If you have children already mm-hmm. from a previous marriage, um, sometimes you have to have some of these conversations Obviously. before. Before yeah. you're even engaged. Because yeah. it's there are other things going on in your life that are just way more important. But if it's mm-hmm. your first marriage, you you know, you don't have any children. Yeah. It's better to protect yourself and wait mm-hmm. until there's, you know, until he puts a ring on it. Yeah, because then you don't open up any doors. Like, let's say the the um, the relationship doesn't end in marriage, right? Well, then you know you you, you protected, have your, protected heart. your heart. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we didn't talk about kids at all before we got engaged, and then after we got engaged, obviously we were going to talk about a lot more things, and one of the things that we talked about. Um, something a reservation that you had was what if you can't get pregnant? Right. Do I still want to be with you? Right. And I remember we had the conversation. The way we got to that conversation uh-huh. is because we were talking about. Um, I was telling you about my fear that no man would ever want me. Okay. And um, because I wasn't a virgin and we were getting married, you know, Mm -hmm. like I, my past was sorted before I knew Jesus. Mm -hmm. And so you weren't, you weren't, you weren't getting a virgin bride. (laughs) Okay. And, um, I remember having this conversation with you and telling you that, like, um, I think I was telling you that I was grateful Mm -hmm. because you took me as I was in Mm -hmm. the sense of like, you didn't judge me for my past. You, you didn't bring those things back up, even Mm -hmm. though you knew about them because we, we covered them in our premarital counseling and things like that. Um, but I told you that, you know, I remember telling you that I was grateful, but I did. And then we got on the conversation of children. Yeah. And I said that I told, I told you that I said, I don't, I don't know if this is like a real feeling. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know what it is, but I feel like I might not be able to have children. Mm-hmm. And I want to know how you feel about that because what if I can't have children? Now up yeah. to this point, like even now I go to the doctor and they're like, there's nothing wrong with you. Yeah. You're perfectly healthy and normal. And like there's nothing wrong with your reproductive system that we mm-hmm. can see, um, but and at that point I ha- I hadn't been to the doctor I didn't know anything yeah um, but I posed that question to you because I was like what if I can't give you kids what if mm-hmm. I can't give you biological children mm-hmm. and you said that that was fine yeah that's not that's not why you were marrying me no, that's said, not a deal breaker right you said you loved me and mm-hmm. and it was reassuring um. You know, nine years later, and I still haven't been able to give you a baby. And you keep... When you say it like that, you know what I'm going to tell you. (laughs) I know you know what I'm going to tell you, because you're already going to, like, cry. No. (laughs) All right. It's It's not up to you. I know. But when you say things like that, when you when you put it that way, you make it as if it were. I know. But it's not. Okay. If it were up to you, we would have had babies a long time ago. Yeah. If it were up to me, we would have had babies a long time ago, but it's not. This is not something that we're in control of. I know. So, when you say words like, I haven't been able to give you a baby... <laughs> That 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 is such um a weighted phrase. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And like a negative phrase. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a, a backward, um, what's the word? Like a backward put down or something like that. I, I don't know the exact term, but because you're basically saying, I haven't been able to give you this thing. But that's not true. Just because we we haven't had a biological baby, that's not your fault. That doesn't mean that you have just been unable to. Like, I've been trying, I promise. Um, but that's not your fault. I have been trying. I know, so have I. <laughs> but it's not our fault. Okay, so you know, but... But what? Exactly. Mm-hmm. So anyway. Anyway, you did answer the question. Which is? You know, but. That's not a question. What is the but? I don't know. Really? I guess because what I'm getting at is these things still come up. This this uh, guilt. It's not guilt. It's it's that failure feeling. Mm. So I failed at being able to procreate. <laughs> like I failed as a woman. Yes. Like my one job on this earth. No, it's not my one job okay, on this I earth. Know, and I know, I know but that, like, but that in a dramatic sense of the word, like in a dramatic way. Like, like I can't I can't my do one that right. Thing I'm put on this earth for <laughs> to make babies. Um so is it like that? Because mm-hmm. I felt like, you know, I'm less of a man because of this or because of, you know, anything. And, I mean, pff, what guy hasn't felt like that growing up? I don't know. Um, I think I, it's different because as girls, like, we grow up to be moms. Hmm. Like, there are some people who say, I don't want to be a mom, and that's okay. Like, that's if you don't feel called to be a mother, then that's... That's between you and God, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think for the most part, most girls, and, and I'm not saying all, but most girls grow up and want to be a mom, you know? Yeah. But I didn't want to, like, I didn't necessarily want to be a mom, but I didn't necessarily want to be a wife either, yeah. you know? So God changed my heart in both of those areas. Mm-hmm. So he changed my heart to want to be a wife, and he changed my heart to want to be a mom. Mm-hmm. And I haven't been able to do that. Have that. I haven't been able to have that. And I think that's where, and we were talking about this tonight, about uh, uh, weak phrases. <laughs> right? Weak phrases, yes. Um, like, don't, don't start a, don't say, can I just say, you know, that kind of type of phrase is, mm-hmm. is I don't know, like, Somebody explained it to me once that it was just, it's weak. You just say, let me just tell you, or uh, I just want to say this, right? Mm-hmm. That's how you would put it without having the, the question mark behind it. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, when we have this type of conversation, um, well, the way you said it right now was, I haven't been able to do that. And that makes it something that's in your control. Mm-hmm. But we haven't been able to have that is because it's, it's, you know, like babies are a gift. Mm -hmm. And this has just not been a gift that we've been given yet. Mm -hmm. That's not something that we do. It's something that we receive. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, but that's also hard to hear. You know, people say, you know, you know, or when people say like, children are a blessing. Yeah. Or, and I'm like, well, what am I doing wrong that I'm not getting blessings? <laughs> but that's not our decision either. Right. So why isn't God blessing us? You know, like those are those are the questions that run yeah. in my mind. Those are the things that make me feel like a failure mm-hmm. in this area of my life. So mm-hmm. it makes me think of you know we talked last week about the devotionals, mm-hmm. right? Um, so Joey was was saying about mm-hmm. was talking about this idea that he had that he was trying to get in last minute, like a last minute devotional, um, and it was the difference. And I I actually read about it today in in this morning. In the Bible, um, it was in Luke, mm-hmm. and it's talking about um, Zechariah and the angel coming to, to Zechariah uh, to let him know that you know he's in his old age. Him and his wife are going to have a baby, mm-hmm. uh, and then shortly after, the same angel Gabriel comes to visit Mary mm-hmm. and tell her that she's going to have a baby, and they say almost exactly the same thing. Mm-hmm. But wait, who who says almost exactly Zachariah and Mary? Okay, they say almost exactly the same thing, but the sentiment and like the the wording is different in such a way that one is a question, like one is a questioning question, mm-hmm. like nah, and one is an informational question, right? Because that Gabriel tells Zachariah. Um, you're going to have a baby and he's going to be, you know, he's going to turn the hearts of, of, of men, of children back to their parents. Um, and, and Zachariah says, how can that be? Right. And that, and then the angel's like, well, I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God. You're not going to be able to talk until all of this has come to pass. Yeah. Because you questioned me. Yeah. Right? Because that's a questioning question. Kind of like the um, the bee. Right. Because his his question is, what proof is there for this? What proof? Exactly. Yeah. Like I'm an old man. Prove it to me. And my wife is beyond her childbearing years. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, you know... That's like I haven't been able to give this to you. I haven't been able to 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 do this or that's for me that's how where that one falls in. Mm-hmm. Like that type of um wording, that type of language. Mm-hmm. And then you have Mary and and Gabriel talking and she says, "How will that be?" You know, she's not saying prove it to me, she's saying, "How is this going to come to pass?" She's asking. This is I accept that this is going to happen. I just don't know how. And and then, you know, Gabriel explains it to her. And they're two very, very similar statements, very, very similar questions, but fundamentally different in the area that they're coming from. One is, well, prove it to me. And one is, okay, I believe you, but how is it going to happen? Uh and when we're talking about stuff like this, you know, where babies and things of that nature, one language that you can use and you ha- and we have used in the past is English. <laughs> definitely English. Mm-hmm. But it's it's the language of love. We're in control. Or we're like 
we have some control in this area. And to an extent, yeah, you have to make the baby. Right. You have to try and make the baby. You have to do these. You can do all these different things. But ultimately, we're not in control. So the language that we should be using is, and, and we have used in the past, is, you know, where it's up to God. We're doing the things that we know that we need to do. Um, yeah. And that's where I am most of the time. Yeah. But there are times when I'm not. <laughs> um, and, then, and then there was something else um, in that. Hold on. I'm trying to remember the... Uh, so it was that one, and oh, there was another devotional that somebody was working on. I don't know if it was you or if it was me or, or if it was Joey again. Um, and it just it made me think of this conversation. Anyways. Okay. Yeah, I, I'll, maybe I'll remember, maybe I won't. I don't <laughs> know. But so going back to when we were engaged, right, and even after we got married, because we still talked about this. Mm-hmm. From the very beginning of our marriage, the question wasn't, if we have children, mm-hmm. the question was when we have children. Mm-hmm. What are we going to do? How are we going to raise them? What do you think? I mean, we watched Parenthood together. Uh, and stopped it like every 10 minutes and like <laughs> discuss. <laughs> you know, how would we handle this? What would we do? Yeah. And now we're watching This Is Us. Yeah. And we still do the same thing. Yeah. Because... We stop it and be like, uh-uh. <laughs> no. Okay. That's what should happen. Nope. That shouldn't happen. But so far, I've agreed with everything. So yeah, we're on this is us. Yeah. Parenthood, not so much. There were well, but on Parenthood, there you know, like there were just some instances where things just had to happen that way. Like yeah. it, it comes so far in a per- you, you come so far in a person's life mm-hmm. that telling them no doesn't matter. No, so they're gonna do it anyway. Or trying to fix it, right? So yeah. Um. And so one of the things that, so yeah, it was some insecurity, mm-hmm. but also, I mean, I think in that insecurity needing to be reassured, right? That, no, I'm not going to leave you. Right. I still love you. Right. And I will still, I will continue to love you even if this, mm-hmm. which before we got married, um, What's a good conversation to have? Mm-hmm. And even after we got married, well, these are the vows that we made. Mm-hmm. These are the vows that we took, uh, for better, for worse, mm-hmm. right? Richer, for poor, sickness, and health. And we did the um, the classic vows because mm-hmm. we like them, but also because we wanted our marriage to be based on that, mm-hmm. um, to be based on what God says a, a marriage should be uh, focused on. And we definitely want to have kids. Mm-hmm. Have with the hands, yes. with the hand gesture, right? Bear them myself, <laughs> yes. To bear the children. Uh, but we did also definitely say we want to adopt. Mm-hmm. Even if we have, even if we birth a child, we want to adopt. And, and that came, I don't know for me where that came from. Like that the idea, that, that feeling. Um, it's it's weird too because I don't know where it came from for me either because I don't know anyone who has been adopted. Yeah. Um. I mean, we've seen TV shows and things like that, and we you we, know this is a thing, right? We talked about. I think it came. I know for me, 
Like I always knew that I would, mm-hmm. or that I that I probably would adopt a child. You know, um, but after I gave my life to Jesus, um, hearing that I had been adopted into God's family, oh yeah, that was part of it for me. You mentioned that last week, yeah, and uh, you know, like God created the world so that, and He created us for Him, mm-hmm. just for Him. Not for anybody else. Yeah. Like, and he sent his son Jesus to die on the cross for us so that we didn't have to die and go to hell. Yeah. You know? And he makes all these things happen so that we can have good lives. Mm-hmm. You know, we have free will and we can make choices. And that's, you know, he pursues us in a way that's not creepy. <laughs> you know, like he doesn't force himself on us. Yeah. He says, this is your choice, mm-hmm. you know? And if we believe in him, like he's always there, he doesn't go anywhere, mm-hmm. you know? And I just thought like, how awesome is that? Like my, my own, like, I love my dad, but mm-hmm. my own biological father wasn't always there for me. Yeah. You know? Um, But to know that God created me in my mother's womb. Mm-hmm. And that he has all my days written down in this book of my life. And that he gave me a purpose here. Like, Mm -hmm. I just thought, there are so many babies who were created for a purpose. Mm -hmm. Made it past nine months out into the world. And they don't have a parent. Or parents. Or someone to care for them. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, I need to take care of one of those babies, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And not because I'm God, not no. because, you know, like, but because I was that child who didn't have parents. Like, yeah. I have parents, but they weren't really there. Yeah. And God adopted me into his family, and he gave me a family. Like, But not just that. I think it's it's an interesting thing. I don't know if you've, you've considered you have had surrogate fathers throughout your life. Yes. Where your your I've had your pe- grandma and grandpa mm-hmm. took you in. Yeah. And then once they passed, your aunt and uncle took you in. Mm-hmm. And then your other aunt and uncle took you in. And these surrogate parents have been taking you in and watching over you um as you grew up mm-hmm. in your formative years. And I, I, for me, like, my parents have always been there. Mm-hmm. My parents didn't get divorced. Um, they were there for me. I mean, they, dude, did they do a perfect job? No, but who does? Mm-hmm. Um, but I knew they loved me, regardless of whatever crazy was happening in our lives. Uh, but even with that, I had surrogate parents. Like, right. I had, you know, teachers that, you know were kind of like a mother figure or a father figure. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I talked about, you know, my, my cousins, Your Mexican my Mexican cousins. cousin, <laughs> and how I would spend a month at a time at their house. And I was just... Like during the summer. Their stuff. kid, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then even after that, growing up, where, you know, Pastor Danny was like a spiritual father. And then uh, we have Pastor Mike and Mary Kay, who were like, Spiritual parents, parents. Yeah. like we call them mom and papa. Right. Um, you, you, not that you accumulate these things, but like you have these, this idea of a surrogate family. And for me, I think 
just like to echo what you were saying, where when I came to BCF, I never expected that it was going to be the family for me that it is now. Like, I love my family. I love my brothers. I love my cousins. Um, but the, these people here are closer to me than that. Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> and, and not for, for lack of, of love on any part right. in my family, but I just, like, I serve with these people. Yeah. You know, I like, we bleed with these people. We go through so many things together that in your family, that doesn't always happen, right. depending on the family that you have. Um, and so for me, I guess when it comes down to the idea of adopting, well, that's, that's where for you okay. yeah yeah um yeah and then sitting in that like th- just going through this whole process you know of beginning the adoption process um when we sat in that orientation meeting this week uh hearing some of the stories i was like almost gonna cry because i was like you you said this in a conversation that we had last week like that that's one that's like my baby that could be my baby that could be my son that could be my daughter mm. um and i need to do what i need to do so that that we my child and i can get there already mm-hmm. you know because and I, oh that was the other thing god's perfect timing mm. right uh and that was actually one of the ones that i was writing mm. uh, and it comes down to uh, what was the, the scripture verse for it was at just the right time, mm. God sent his son to be born at, at that perfect timing. Uh, we can be in life um, disappointed by other people, by ourselves in not following through and in, in failing and not being able to do something. Uh, and then in somebody being late or, or something not happening when you expect it to happen. Um, and, and and that, I think, for me, came down to your expectations. And being disappointed in your unmet expectations. Uh, whether it's realistic It's weird because I don't remember your devotions that well, you wrote. <laughs> well, you, you read it, and that was the one that you were saying was not Christmassy enough. It wasn't. Well, thank you very much. And all throughout the office this week... Everyone has been saying, these aren't Christmassy enough. We need to inject some Christmas. So I'm glad I said something. Oh, how nice of you. My second one had Christmas in every paragraph. I'm superior. <laughs> um, but it, it, it all, I mean, comes down to, like, if you believe in God and if you trust in God, you also have to trust in his perfect timing. And from the very beginning in our in our marriage, in our like circumstance, it was, we don't have a baby yet. Mm-hmm. I believe that God is going to give us a baby, you know, whether we birth it or um, we adopt one. Um, and both, you know, if we can, then like, just because it hasn't happened yet doesn't mean it's not going to happen. Because throughout this whole time, every time we prayed, it hasn't been, no, mm-hmm. you're not gonna, you know, you're not gonna have a baby. It's it's always been kind of like this, well, I don't know yet. And for me, that isn't that isn't a like a negative, it's a 
well, the time isn't right yet. Right. Yeah, we haven't heard like a no. Yeah. Like, I don't, and and then it, a no would be the doctor saying, no, you're never going to have babies. Yeah. And like, the doctors are not saying that. Right. Um, so, yeah, for, for me and, and for us, I, I feel like um, when it comes to any type of conversation that we've had about babies and adopting or not adopting or, or not having a, a biological child, um, it's, it's just like it hasn't happened yet. I believe it's going to happen. I believe that God wants it to happen. Um, but it just hasn't been time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when people talk about having a baby, like sometimes babies are planned and sometimes they're not planned. And sometimes you're ready, you know, quote unquote ready. Uh, a couple is ready for a baby and sometimes they're not ready for a baby. Uh, and I feel like there have been times in our marriage where we have been in that we would have been quote unquote ready to have a baby. Like our finances were in order. Oh yeah. Like life was, I was not like crazy. I've never in my life felt ready to have a baby. No, but you know what I'm talking <laughs> about? Like the, every the... time I think about a baby now, I'm like, uh, <laughs> having babies, getting a baby, <laughs> having a baby, <laughs> receiving a baby. Uh-huh. What am I supposed to do? You know, like those are those yeah. are the things that, like, I mean, I know what to do. Yeah, we've taken care of babies before. Like, yes. I know, but I <laughs> we've never done the two a.m. thing. You know, three times every five minutes. You yeah. know, like, I mean, we kind of with my mom. Yeah, but she's not a baby. No, she is an adult. She can tell us what's <laughs> I wrong. I can't like carry. I can't carry my mom and bring her to bed. You know, but mm-hmm. like with baby, you can just pick them up and bring them with you. I mean, they they're not going to sleep in the bed with you, but. <laughs> You know, because might squish him, and that wouldn't be good. No. Um, what were you talking about? Because that was funny. That made me laugh. I don't remember. Well, that was, you know, that's what it's been like mm-hmm. for me. Oh, ready. ready. Right. There have been times where, like I said, our finances were in order, and all of, like, life wasn't a mess or mm-hmm. crazy. Uh, and then there have been other times where. I'm like, I don't know if we've ever had those moments. I know we have. Really? Yeah, because I was doing the finances then. <laughs> we were good. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> now I'm doing the finances and we're not. No, that's not what I'm saying. But um, but there have been other times where, like, you know, we were going through bumpy patches. And could you imagine if we had a baby at that point? No. You know? Or mm-hmm. if uh, we were pregnant at that time? Like, it's just, I know and I believe that God has a perfect time. And it's going to happen. And that's why when uh, when we had that conversation that we talked about at Denny's mm-hmm. last week, um, I, part of that was okay. We are we are in an area of our life of our marriage where you know we're not rolling in money. No, but, <laughs> most definitely not. But you know we are we're not in dire circumstances either. And this is something that we've long considered and. I feel like we need to move forward in something. Mm-hmm. And and this this wasn't just like the best option for us. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to belittle the the decision, but this right. was something that we both knew we wanted to do, something we both knew that we felt called to do and that God wanted us to do, and we felt like making this decision was Honoring that. Mm-hmm. 
And now moving forward in that, you know, realizing that we can, we have options Mm -hmm. and uh, seeing which is going to be the best fit for us and which agency is going to be the best fit for us and which agency we are going to be the best fit for as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Because it's a two-way street. Yeah. Right. Like we talked about earlier, how these are, um, the adoption and, and foster agencies are serving a purpose for for these kids and for these parents we are also part of that service in opening our homes mm-hmm. right yes <laughs> i mean yeah it's just <laughs> stop making those faces because he wants me to talk but i'm listening to you you're saying really good stuff <laughs> that's why i'm not saying anything i'm nodding my head and i'm like yes okay I mean, do I need to do a cheer and say yes? No, I don't need to. <laughs> so I can't do the S, but yes, yes, yes. You're silly. Sometimes. You're silly. <laughs> mm-hmm. If you roll your eyes back any further, uh-huh. they're going to get stuck back there. Oh, I hope so. Huh. Why? Then you would not be able to look at me. I would love to be able to look at you, so I hope not then. You should stop rolling your eyes at me. Thank you so much, everybody, <laughs> for listening to our episode. 53. Episode 53. <laughs> if you'd like to chime in and maybe... Give us some advice or chime into our conversation. Tell us we're not crazy. <laughs> you know, you can drop us an email at so this is love at yahoo.com. Mm-hmm. You can also find us on Facebook at so so this is love podcast. You can find us on Instagram at so this is love podcast. Or you can tweet us on Twitter at so this is love 10. Yes. Tonight I want to shout out to my new Facebook friend, Rebecca. Okay. Who also won our So This Is Love t-shirt contest just a while back. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, yeah. Hi, Rebecca. Hi. (laughs) Um, And I just wanted to tell Ross, I have your shirt in the car. (laughs) Like, it's in the car now. So at any point that you want to contact me, I'll pick it up. I've got it. (laughs) It's no longer just, you know, sitting in the closet. Now it's in the car. So it's one step closer to being yours. And I'm still waiting um, for a very important person to to figure out how we can put a buy the shirt to support the podcast section on our website. It just hasn't happened. Yeah, that's probably not going to happen until like next year. We have way too many things going on. No way. We have Friendsgiving this weekend. We have Thanksgiving the next weekend. We have Christmas. You don't have any that. days off? Yeah, no. Yeah, you do. It's called sit in the bed with the laptop in your lap and do it. That would be painful. Anyway, thank you everybody for joining us again this week. I was going to say something, but I forgot. Maybe I'll remember it next week. We hope you guys have a great week. Have a great week. Bye. Bye.